0: Hello and welcome to You Set the Tone, the podcast that takes an x-ray to the medical drama show ER. We examine the show with surgical precision and celebrate the high pressure and beating hearts of the show. My name is Sean. My name is Ed. And I'm Sharon. And today on the show, we are talking about season two, episode 19, Fire in the Belly. But before we do that, guys, Ooh.
1: Howie is getting on. Yeah, we're right. It's, it's, it, it is what it is, is how I'm going to say it. <laughs> But ER, thank God, is the one yes. constant, and yeah. I love it. So this is brilliant. So I'm good now that I see you both.
0: Oh. <clears throat> Feel very much the same. What a year this week has been.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let early yeah. only Wednesday. Yeah. It um, really, really is. Yeah, it's.
2: Yeah, I've I've been back in the office this week. This week, which has been nice, um, and people have been lovely, but it's just a different set of challenges as well. Yeah. Um, And I've been getting the train, which is quite nice, but apparently my legs can't walk anymore. So, like, walking is pain, which is ridiculous. I walk every day, but walking to the train station is like... Oh, no. So I need a bit of Demerol. I'll be
0: fine. That's all right. I'm just unfit.
2: There's nothing to worry about. I'm really unfit.
0: That's all it is. (laughs) We're just like, oh, my God, yeah. Totally unrelated. (laughs) Uh, Applications are now open for the spare seat on the holding (laughs) on the floor. You set the (laughs) time...
2: My, my legs don't work. My mouth and brain are fine. Thanks.
0: God damn it. I mean,
2: yay! <laughs> well, it's so good to see your faces again. I feel really welcome in uh, our Happy Wee family. Thanks, Sean.
0: <laughs> oh, sure, look, isn't this what families do? Families yeah. kill each other. Yeah, yeah. literally. But um... Actually, do you know what? On that interesting bit of news, the guy who inspired the Amityville Horror died yesterday.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yes,
0: uh, uh, John Looks? Uh, no, before uh, the so you know there's the fam the kid who shoots his entire family and that's the, the basis for the DeFeo's yeah Ronnie DeFeo uh, hey. died yesterday. Oh um, wow. Wow. And yeah, sorry, just we were speaking of families killing each other. So,
2: <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah,
0: potentially dark. Dark. Over, <laughs> I think, um, What was I going to say? Oh, and to everyone who's listening, uh, we missed you last week, and yeah. we won't take breaks again soon.
2: <laughs> we'll see we'll see it's we our know, life we guys we love our listeners but you know it's our life <laughs> we belong to the
0: listeners you know this <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: oh, oh so so er er yeah. that, that joke what did what that one.
0: what did you think of this episode some things are revealed in this episode <clears throat> oh yeah. green um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I felt oh, so bad for him. Me oh. too.
1: I have when we come to talk about that scene. I have a question that I want to ask because I'm okay. like, there's somebody's motives. I'm not entirely sure what their motives oh. are for something, but we, we will get there. Okay. Um yeah, I mean, I mean this is an interesting episode. A lot kind of goes on. Um mm. I just want to point out that it opens on Shep and Carol, and you know how oh. I feel about Shep. And he wants to take a day off. You know, he's, he's fed up of work. He hates Riley. He hates everything. He's, he's not himself. So he's making suggestions to Carol. And the one thing he then starts talking about is sexy cows. What?
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's this whole sort of, let's go,
0: let's, let's take the day off. Yeah,
2: let's do this. I'm
0: like, first I live of all. Down the country now, I have to say, my mind is being opened to the idea <laughs> of sexy cows. <laughs>
2: Oh dear Sean get, get on the grinder please um but not during lockdown um yeah responsibility exactly yeah it's like you know sorry we practice responsibility here <laughs> um, but yeah it's just trying to get a, a you know a critical member of staff to call in six Shep. yeah Dick move
1: oh and also when she says you know i I need the shift because I've got my money's obviously yeah. already, they're already cutting her shift she's not gonna calling sick but i just the sexy cow thing just made me think right if he really has you know he's not somewhere healthy is he he needs we need to stop with somebody needs to intervene at this point cows aren't sexy no
0: although we will have no cow shaming on this podcast (laughs) definitely definitely Like he's not well he's he's not well Hmm. and obviously as the episode goes on you see a little bit more this is warning signs have been there they yeah. start the warning. The alarm bells start to ring a little bit louder in this one, uh, particularly, obviously, toward the latter half of the episode. And then, yeah. yes, as we will see in the next few episodes, um, we'd start to see just how essential Raoul was yeah. really to True. his stability.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think, I mean, <clears throat> I'm not the biggest Shep fan, as we all know, and... I'm not looking forward to the next few episodes with him um, <laughs> because i just i my point is i don 't think he 's an interesting enough character i 'm not invested enough in him to care and i i 'd rather he just be gone but that's 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 uh, that's just me um, no, I,
2: no it's not because i I think his charms are very thin yeah i i you know there's so many characters in this who are problematic or awkward or difficult, but at the same time. They're actually brilliant in another way. So even, yeah. you know, m- my semi-favourite Romano, brilliant surgeon, and he-, he catalyzes things. He makes things happen Yeah, because of his behaviour. Mm. But Shep doesn't. He just seems to just butt heads. That's his thing, is he butts head with... But somehow Carol
0: f- finds that endearing. He's The entire plot is just like, you know when your friend has a boyfriend, they really should dump.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly that.
0: And we're getting, you know, with all respect and love, sorry, Ron Eldard, if you're listening to this. But <laughs> we do like you. We do like you. But uh, yeah, the, the writing, it's just thin because there's yeah. nothing to ship as to why Carol would stay. Is she staying because he's a paramedic and they're going to run into each other? Is, is she staying Convenient. because she's a good person who wants to help? Yeah. yeah you know?
2: I mean, he does make a laugh. Like her laugh as, she's, as he's mitering at her in bed it's true, and it's she true. clearly just wants to sleep. She's not really waking. he's banging on about sexy cows. To be fair, the idea of the picnic did sound nice, but just without Shep. But, um, yeah. but then she, she does cackle and she has a real throat to yeah. cackle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A nice Frisian Shep. I mean, potato, yeah. potatoes.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Um,
1: in, yeah, so we, we watch him kind of unravel in this episode. You know, he, he we see him... Have a real go at Riley because um, because Riley's breathing. Uh, they bring in they bring in one one person. They well they they bring in a little boy, don't they? Um, oh yeah. And um and a GSW and the GSW's the little boy's mom. A little boy's called Jeremy and so yeah, the GSW gets brought in and Shep kind of you know witnesses obviously that. The GSW doesn't survive and Jeremy is kind of set up for this, you know, horrible life because he's, you know, at this moment with the KK, he's witnessed something awful. Yeah. And Shep is just, I don't know, he just takes, he just seems extra, extra sensitive to everything, you know, so he kind of really takes on the Jeremy thing and really gets himself rolled up about it. And then, um, you know, they bring in another guy who's a bit violent. um, Oh, yeah. He oh, yeah. he, like practically almost kills him. You know, yeah. they all like get off him because he's he's quite violent. Back with him, I call him Badge Man because I don't think he had a name. I think
0: you're right though. I think he yeah, had yeah. Badger Button Man or something. I don't I don't think he gets a name.
1: No, yeah. and he um he you know it gets to the point where they they think they're going to have to shock him back back into life. But luckily they find a pulse which is very faint so you know he kind of you see that escalate he gets into that fight with Badge Man he gets that cut on his face which then Carol (laughs) you know he's all I don't wish I hadn't come in and it's just like yeah same here Um, and also I would have loved to have played Badge Man (laughs) (laughs) that was the thing I was like
2: are we jealous was literally my note was are we jealous of Badge Man Who who got to lamp
0: Shep yeah is this like, is that somebody had been watching rehearsals or somebody had been watching filming for the first half of the season yeah, yeah. and then campaigned yeah. hard <laughs> for this role for the second Yeah, time?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. He should have got all the Emmys that year. Um, so he, he does that. And then and then later he's in, he's in the ambulance with Carol and he's, he's very forlorn and he's kind of upset and he's talking about Jeremy and how Jeremy's going to grow up to be Badge Man. And we see Carol, who's her usual kind of positive self, you know, she doesn't really believe that about him. And then he has this incident where somebody's kind of, well, they come across a fight, don't they? And, and he gets yeah. really mad about that. And he calls the, you know, he calls in backup for the police. And then somebody kind he kind of almost runs over somebody. And then that guy is quite angry and smashes the window. But then he completely overreacts by going yeah. out and, and just, like really beating him up to the point where, you know, this guy may not live, and and he's so out of control that he he basically he kind of almost hurts Carol, doesn't he? Yeah. he kind of. Yeah,
0: she goes to try and pull him off, and
1: yeah, he kind of snaps back at her, and I think that's when he kind of stops and is a bit like, oh gosh. Yeah, I, um, I called
2: it going full Luca.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> like exactly what I
2: thought. kill a guy.
1: Yeah. On a
0: first date as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they she end up married. still
1: marries him. Yeah. I mean, he easily. right. All right. Listen, someone ever comes for me. I am. I am. <laughs> well, fine. yeah. We're
2: getting uh, way ahead of ourselves, but yeah. Did you see the thing? So you were saying about um, Shep sort of feeling for little Jeremy, and and yeah. little Jeremy is is catatonic. But we'll talk about it a time later. But he, he makes this um, balloon out of a um, a rubber Searching glove. Yeah. yeah, and. Maybe it's me, I have a bit of a phobia of balloons, especially those, and I just take that colour, but it just looks really crap. I was <laughs> just really like, crap. oh, shit. Oh, you're so annoying.
1: And I just, just also, like, oh. it, it's such a weird gesture because the kid isn't like, doesn't look young enough to be entranced yeah. by a balloon, but also this kid has just seen his mom die. So why would a balloon? Yeah. They're not, you know, what they're not crying if that balloon. Accidentally
0: bursts. He's throwing himself off a building. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like,
1: exactly. Like,
0: don't Done. Out of here.
1: Can't... He's gone. Exactly. Oh. Um, so, yeah, we, we start seeing the unravelling of Shep, um, which, as I said, don't care about him as a character. Yeah. So, good. Fine. Fine. Crack on. Crack on. Um, I mean, let, should, we, should we talk about Genie? Yay. Yay. It's always better to talk
0: about Genie. For another couple of weeks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know We kind of see her, she's in the ER She's basically handing over to Benton Or just telling Benton cause she's been running things you know, running certain cases down there and she's running through them with Benton and he's being his usual friendly, wonderful, warm self. Oh, God. Um, you know, he's got so dismissive of her and just whatever and not really giving her a lot. And she talks Hi, about...
0: I hear my notes from my shift. All right, bitch. Yeah. Oh, okay, then. <laughs> okay,
1: yeah. What did you, you talk to me for? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Who are you? How dare <laughs> you just the handover, Peter.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. How do you know who you're talking to? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, so she obviously has tried to talk to him about the cases and her ideas or what she thinks should happen. He just says, fine, doesn't even check on the patients. She sends home Mrs. Mendoza. Mrs. Mendoza is a bounce back because she actually had an appendicitis. And appendicitis is quite a theme in this episode. It's quite a... Yeah, uh, it just
0: isn't it?
1: It's like... It, everybody seems to have it or is suspected yeah. of having it at some point um i don't know what was going on in chicago okay, that week the but
0: the <laughs> hell happened that week in chicago <laughs> oh, do all three of us still have our appendices yeah avoid in uh... chicago for the next while. <laughs>
1: yeah. exactly yeah we'll lose them. we'll all go on a trip there to do a live show from there and we'll all end up in the hospital <laughs> oh, with the all right who gets
0: the surgery and who has to wait yeah <laughs> some grouchy
2: surgeon comes over and Ah, you know, uh, you're gets a completely wrong. Oh, no. re- no. yeah. someone else, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anybody but Benton.
1: Oh, and yeah, uh, you know it's exactly what happened to Doug that Benton was so nasty about before, and he's gone and done the same thing. You know, didn't look at a patient, discharged them before, you know, really checking them over. And they and it's a bounce back. But his first reaction, of course, is to blame Jeannie. And can I just say uh-huh. I love it when he kind of tries to get one up on Jeannie because you can't with her. She no. does not give an inch. She points out all the reasons why you know, this was not her fault. This was him. And, and then even later, she confronts him and says, what's wrong with you? You don't look me in the eye. It's been a year. Yeah. But get over it, dude. We've got to learn to work together. She just really calls him on all of yeah. it. And that's what I love about her character as well, that he just always tries to, I don't know why he bothers getting in the ring with her, but he does all the time. And she beats him every time.
2: Yeah. You think? Do you think it's one of those things? So I, I totally agree. Obviously, and and we've said of times before that she's the only one who chat who calls him, yeah. on his BS. Apart from Hicks, who does this time, but you know, but yes. oh, we love Hicks. But Hicks doesn't um, have
0: any kind of personal relationship no. with him.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: But um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed seeing that because you're right. She just she gives him no quarter, and um, we were just gonna talk about appendicitis and me being. The nerd I am, uh, had a quick Google, and in the United States, there were nearly 293,000 hospitalizations involving appendicites in 2010. Whoa. So it's pretty frequent anyway. But um,
0: why do we have this entirely useless organ that is trying uh, to kill us? Well, it's not
2: that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop there because I'm going to get into like biology nerdery. Um,
0: I'll save that for another time. Save that for the drug segment at the end of the year.
2: i will do something some else. Superfluous <laughs> organs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a thing to call something, you superfluous organ. <laughs> it's a bit wordy, but I quite like it. I
1: like, I like it. Yeah. I think that it sounds very Shakespeare, like something Shakespeare would use if he yeah. was around today. I could imagine him using that. <laughs> I
2: think Shep is definitely a superfluous organ.
1: Oh, gorgeous! Oh, God, yes. God, yeah. please, can we get rid... Let's have a Shep me
0: Oh... On fire, the break does the break has done you as well, lads. The break has done you as well,
1: yeah. yeah, Uh, so because we, so yeah, as I said, you know, we we cut to the ER where G is going through everything with Benton, and Benton's being his usual annoying self, not really listening. But then Hicks comes and basically says to him, You know, you're on surgery, yeah. But then she says this, she says. They everybody, it's out basically that you about what you said about Doctor V, and everybody's gonna basically turn yeah. against you because you, he betrayed a colleague. She said well, it's also
0: about Ben. It's also about um Doug. Doug, it's and Doug, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah it's like he's exactly. definitely got a rep
0: now for God. Watch what you say or do. I mean Yeah, yeah. I mean, Doug at least tried to fix his mistake, or yeah. uh, or at least address his mistake. Maybe because yeah. you kind of can't fix it, you can only help uh whereas dr v at present um is just like i'm bigger than you go away little man yeah you know um but it, you can sort of start to understand colleagues going well, we really have to watch what we say around this guy yeah. because i mean if you do anything anything at all he will tell on you yeah yeah, yeah. um And you feel bad for him because, yes, he did try and do the right thing. He just went about it the wrong way.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like a bull in Um, a china shop.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and again, and also I still don't know if we... It's still not known that it was something that would have been as, you know, detected. Like, when the guy came back in later, like, I don't even still... feel that er has established that it was a huge mistake for on doug's part or if it was just something that you may have missed and anyone would have missed it because it wasn't as big then and they would didn't know to look there you know um and also again like what doug says at the time you know he saw how many patients he spent 10 minutes with somebody so again there's something about the wider care system and that benton should understand and care about and not kind of use that so i mean he's now reaping what he sows. Yeah. uh you know we have the scene later where he's it's a real mean girl scene i've oh, seen yeah. tina Fey yeah. must have watched this before she wrote <laughs> Mean girls um but you know he what i did enjoyed this scene.
2: <laughs> i know i had the same thing i said it, the cafeteria is such a school ground for that kind of behavior
1: yeah uh, you know insane. he's there he's 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 eating his lunch (laughs) in the canteen and the surgeons are all kind of coming in and he's trying to clear up and, you know, make space for them and they all just go and sit somewhere else. It's really blatant and it's really, you know, it's like, ooh, you know, real punch to the gut. And I just, I I find it quite funny that that is how they... illustrate, you know, the, the, these grown men who are surgeons uh, behaving like school children. <laughs> You're not, but, you, can't you know what, like actually?
0: <laughs> actually, do you know what I thought on that one now? I was going to say, these, these people who are, so, are qualified out the wazoo mm. just means they've spent longer in that school environment. That's oh, so, so now,
1: true. Now, there we go. That's
0: a good point. I think as well, I might be misremembering this, but I think Peter's sitting there in his blue scrubs and they all walk in in their white coats and they're all like, well, on Wednesdays we wear white
1: <laughs> so it's exactly that. It is. That's a good point. Exactly that. I like that.
0: Oh, yes. Peter is definitely in the doghouse this week. Um, yes. And he initially does himself no favors.
1: Definitely not.
2: Mm-hmm. He
0: really gets it.
2: it. Yeah. This whole thing with poor old Mrs. Mendoza, who, like you say, comes in with presenting with, well, in some ways, classic appendicitis but also he brushed it off like you said with Jeannie but it goes really wrong Yeah, um, because she's very very badly po- badly poorly <laughs> which is a technical term with appendicitis and it's like, it, uh, it's like I know what you mean
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah because it bursts it, doesn't yeah, it bursts you, on the brain so table So because isn't that all yeah. the toxins are then in the body don't you exactly. have a
0: really small window of time yeah, like it's... that's what they were
2: saying yeah because then it went into a blood quite quickly didn't it i think yeah. she developed semi quite
0: quickly yeah um, i think and i wonder so i think probably because it's the context of the episode itself but when genie asks him do you want to check on her before she goes and he goes no it's fine she kind of th- there isn't uh if it was made today there would be a music crescendo or something yeah she yeah, just yeah. kind of blinks do you know what i mean and that's all there's nothing yeah. nothing is said uh, and it's enough then for me as a viewer to when he comes back then he's like oh how did you miss this and she's like Eh, uh, hold on
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah um i was like no she picked up on this straight away but it makes you wonder how many people walk out the doors without a proper examination and they yes. just get away with it you know yeah. or yeah. for whatever reason they just don't you know it's great. They're fine. It's grand. It's the complacency of it. Doug is guilty yeah. of it. You know he he doesn't. He's forced to fess up, but he does face it. Peter's guilty of it this week, and I'm yeah. sure Mark, Susan, I'm sure they all are. I'm sure it's just par for the course, and it's how you deal with it.
1: Well, Susan let go in the first season one, didn't she? She let the guy go home, and he ended up having a huge heart attack, didn't he? Um Yes. So. Yeah, I mean, that is definitely a theme. And I I think that makes it a bit worse, kind of, that Benton did what he did to Doug because this isn't, you know, a perfect thing and nobody's perfect and everybody does it and it's a known thing and you know what he's going through. So why are you the one kind of making a big fuss about it? And, I mean, Hicks really lets him have it, doesn't she? She comes in and he's... You know, because he hasn't confessed to Mrs. Mendoza, uh, sorry, Mr. Mendoza, uh, and Hicks just comes in and is like, You know, this is all on you, you missed it, you did this, this is the exact thing that you were shouting about, dog about, and you've turned around and done it, and you're expecting everybody to just accept it, and you know, you're not going to get anywhere with this kind of behavior, and you might be annoyed about whatever's been going on in surgery, but this is kind of laying at your door. Um, yeah.
2: She literally says, reap as you sow. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you're exactly right. It's the ideal lesson for him, isn't it?
0: And it like, it's, it's all well and good being, um, righteous. Yeah. Um, and sometimes righteousness is a positive thing. You know, it you know, gets stuff done, gets stuff across the line. So it in itself is not a crime, but it is when it's selective righteousness. Yes. And yes. That's what, he did hypocritical yeah righteousness yeah um i am perfect therefore i can point out when other people make mistakes yeah, yeah
1: exactly that and you know he does end up having you know he does tell mr Beddozer that it was him and you know Jeannie learns of that and she's obviously appreciative that he actually at least came around and that you know that shows i think some growth for peter whether he would have done that without being shouted at you know Probably not, um, mm. but maybe I don't know. Maybe they're getting that muscle memory into him that so in the future that he will start to get used to doing that and not being completely punkish. But um, but then he at the end has quite an interesting conversation with Hicks where he mm. says he's, that's it. He's he's going to do the right thing and he's going after he's going after Doctor V. And you, oh, I'm scared for him, <laughs> you know, because it's... with Finn. Yeah. what's already happened and he's already got this reputation, but then I guess maybe, you know, he's not got anything to lose.
2: That's it's true. a balty
0: move. Yeah. And like, obviously, you know, uh, th- no spoilers as to what was happening, but I remember when we set up this podcast, and you guys mentioned Benton and I went, who? Oh, your man from season two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but what, what this, what this was is, I think if you were to put the scene side by side, his sort of, almost break down to Walt, where he was so upset that he didn't do the right thing. He yeah. sort of locked himself yeah. into a certain way of thinking that potentially he couldn't do the right thing at that point. And he's still in that frame of mind now. So when Hicks comes in and the only thing she doesn't do is kick him squarely between the legs, you know, she's like, yeah. I am, everything I am saying, I do not care how you feel, how you take this. You need to hear this. And it is, you know, stereotype now, but when someone's hysterical, you slap them across the face. Well, this is Peter's slap across the face to bring him out of this funk that he's been in. And what does he do? He goes and says, Mr. Mendoza, I am responsible for this. Yeah. You know, Mr. Mendoza could potentially sue. I don't know if he'd have a case, but he could potentially sue. He's just Mm. opened himself up to that because he's like, no, I have to be able to face this. And while I'm at it, I've had this letter, you can imagine I've had this in the glove compartment of my car since I yeah. beat your man who was just trying to bring some amputee's legs to the uh, hospital.
2: <laughs> um, God, that's a deep cut,
0: feels yeah. like. Um, it does feel like, because we're obviously, we're going through this season week by week, which I think is fun and everything. And that was probably about four or five episodes ago, but doesn't it feel like it was before lockdown?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. It does yeah. feel a
2: while ago, yeah. That's <laughs> gas. People used to watch television like this. <laughs> yes, week in, week out, we had to what wait for the next episode. Nonsense yeah. yeah.
1: But you know what? That makes me think about him, just going back to Shep. Of because, like at the moment, at least we can kind of you can get at him out of the way if you binge watch it because he'll be yes. he can be done in a few hours. Whereas if you had <laughs> every when we first watched this, we were all waiting week by week. We had to deal with him longer.
2: Yeah, we had weeks and weeks of just putting up with that. Our-
1: Ugh. so back. think about that anybody who who didn't watch it that way originally and who just yeah. has been streaming it because you know we went through the pain so you didn't have to <laughs>
0: yeah last sacrifice last of our
2: generation hey
0: yeah <laughs> last week on our break um I you know, had a bit of time, so I said, all right actually look I'll stick on this episode for this one and finished season two. Ah. <laughs> It feels so different when you binge watch this show. Yes, Which is why yes. when we start season three, each episode will be about a season. So come on, guys, get it together. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, so you know, that's kind of the the the, the Benton of it all. Um, speaking of Benton, I mean let's let's talk about let's should we turn the tables and talk about his student this week? Oh what protege. Carter's up to. Oh dear. Oh, oh Carter, dear. Carter, Carter, Carter um i mean it starts out well he yes. seems like the perfect boyfriend you know he's planned something secret he doesn't want her to know uh jerry gives it away you know oh, it's a jerry. moonlit cruise god jerry jerry's really um, good at his job and
0: because he's really good at his <laughs> job he kind of keeps dropping people in it doesn't he yeah he does <laughs> yeah
1: absolutely that um and here he is yeah completely dropping him in it um and then a new character comes along, and this is a character that we will now see for quite a while. He, he does run through different seasons, um, but he's introduced in this episode. His name is Dale, um, and he is a sur- new surgical resident intern. I don't know what, their name, what the term is anymore. I can't remember, but he's basically a new surgical person.
2: I think resident and intern are, are broadly interchangeable to a certain point. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go with that. I like that, because that means I'm never wrong. <laughs>
2: You're never wrong. Um, yeah, they're all paid.
1: Yeah, I think when they say intern, oh, I, I remember oh hearing God. intern is like <laughs> is like a fir- what we would call a first year. They, they often call the intern or is the yeah, intern. Because
2: There's Benton's a resident. He's not an attending. Yeah. But I think I've oh, heard them say in other episodes, are three
1: yeah, so I think an R
2: one is your is your intern, like you say, yeah. your, your first year. You know, your, and I and know on a
0: tangent, but Carter's called fourth year, which is now. But I oh. think it must be. A diff, <laughs> but you're right because the I major, think
1: yeah, he's a med student, so he's in oh. fourth year of medical school. So that when he comes back in, he, when he becomes a doctor in for season three, Spider. that's him becoming an intern. You know, that's sorry, right. yeah, the resident. Yeah. So he's gone oh, from medical confusing. school to... It's right. confusing. So first he's year there. resident
0: is an MD, but they're still the one you send on the coffee run.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Okay.
0: Yes. And Peter is... I think. He might have been second or third year in season one because they're not going for... Okay, here we go. Is Mark <laughs> an attending or is he chief resident? He's attending.
1: He's, he's attending. attending. Him and
2: Weaver, right. the attendings.
1: And then Susan was the chief well, they wanted Susan to be the chief resident. Yes. Yeah.
2: So, and, next time. And Doug is a fellow, which is a different thing.
1: <laughs> Whole different thing.
2: Because that comes up later on about paediatric attending
0: in about two seasons' time. <sighs> you'd think Look, two seasons in, you'd think we'd have a better handle <laughs> on this. So, they all work in a hospital.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. And there are,
2: there are doctors and there are nurses, <laughs> and then there's Jean, who's special in the middle.
1: He's a little angel and then we have so basically whatever Carter is, is what Dale <laughs> also is, you know, he's, he's coming in, he's, he's also got a spot on their surgical, but he's, he's quite a hotshot, you know, we learned that he's mm. from Harvard and he seems to know, he seems to know Harper quite well, you know, they have their nice little hug Ooh. and... They, and they she... have like a kiss on the lips when they see
2: each other oh, yeah. and like... Yeah. Not also, any friends
1: actually,
0: like kiss on the say, lips. Uh, very positive portrayal, a very sex positive thing here because she does say that, yes, they did sleep together once they've yeah. obviously kept some sort of good friendly relationship yeah, yeah. going, sex positive lads, I'm quite, I'm quite pleased to see that
1: Yeah, I think Carter is that
2: sort of woman I think she, she understands sex and relationships and the, the difference between the two, whereas yeah. Carter's a lot more rigid and orthodox in his approach, isn't he?
0: Watson, the only thing Carter doesn't do is actually pee on her leg, it's the only yeah. thing he doesn't do <laughs> Yeah. It was like the most awkward three-way close. conversation ever. It was, just, it was
1: one of those where he uh. was just not included <laughs> and he was trying and yeah. he's fake laughing because he's obviously so, oh. you know, Dale comes along and he has done Appies and he's from Harvard and he knows yeah. you know, in he knows Harper and he's basically a shinier newer version of Carter and, and Carter spirals because, you know Cause he can't he's...
0: Yeah. yeah
1: and also he's just he hasn't really had since Deb he's not really had that competition he's always just been kind of oh, that's right. he's the only kind of yeah. one floating around so he's, he's been a able special to kind golden of,
0: boy isn't he
1: yeah exactly whereas now they've got somebody else and Some somebody yeah. you know who Tuny at one point says you know the handsome new guy so you know <laughs> yeah. that, that, he's that's how everybody I'm sees it handsome. yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: it's quite ruthless because look what he does to Gad but um <laughs> Yeah.
1: I joke. So, Carter obviously finds out about this kind of appy and all oh, the yeah. stuff he's done, and he becomes obsessed. He wants to That's run a so trauma. Competitive. Yeah. yeah. You know, the GSW comes in. He's ob- so obsessed about running a trauma that he doesn't care that this poor lady has basically been dead for three yeah. hours. He's like, let's cut her open, let's check her airways. Everyone else is like Crack it, yeah, yeah. You, we need to call it. And he just, yeah, yeah. you know, it's that thing that we've been seeing in him that he forgets that they're patients. He's starting to just see procedures, isn't he? Um, and he's really guilty of that in this episode. He, so he does that. And then, you know, he tries to get in on uh, Benton's appy and, and, and Benton's like, <laughs> no, go away. Then he finds a, um, a lady downstairs who he decides needs a her appendix or he, sorry it's a guy sorry who he yeah. decides he has got appendix and because and this is what I thought was interesting that they added this this bit where Carter struggles to find out if he's this person's got a, this patient's you know got appendicitis because it's quite difficult to diagnose so it kind of feeds into that 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 genie would also find that difficult because it isn't a straight
2: yeah.
1: thing and actually sometimes like we see in this episode you know he opens up the patient it's not the appendix, it's a tooth, tooth a dectomy what do they call yeah, it? Yeah,
2: tooth, yeah, something like that. Hicks is brilliant in this because she's she, he, she, she must be able to tell that he's so desperate to get an appy because Dale got one. Yeah. Um, and she says, this happens all the time, and she said, appy can be misleading, it's, it's deceitful or something, she says, and... But um, I'm just going to go back to him running the trauma because, you know, when he's barking yeah. orders at everybody, you're doing this, you're doing this. The only person he goes to, he, then he says to Benton, he goes, if that's okay. And I was like, <laughs> he's still terrified of Benton.
1: Yeah. He does, he completely changes because he's like, yeah. he's like, you're, he's like Benton or something. Then he's like, oh no, I mean, I mean, Dr. Benton. Um, <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> he, you know, he has this, and I love these moments where Carter just becomes this big, pig headed kind of, kid in a candy shop and he's the king uh, of everyone and everybody's just like, like
0: everybody gown up it's like we've been gowned up since we started <laughs> our shift
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah people <laughs> breathe in breathe out yes yeah. you know yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's for trying to take ownership <laughs> but
2: dale shows him up because the patient dale's the one who really picks up the fact that she's dead that's
1: exactly that's so that. and of all the people in that room to do it you know dale exactly. is the one <laughs> that he just can't kind of handle it from. Cause then he does this really underhand thing. So he's obviously he's very obsessed about running a trauma and running a case and finding an nappy or whatever. And he basically, he says to Jerry, you know, uh, page me in 10 minutes. And then he invites Dale and Harper up to, to lunch and obviously gets a page and he's like, oh, I need to go, um, comes downstairs. That's when he, it's, he thinks it's the, uh, the appendicitis and he calls Hicks down and he's rushing to go, you know, and he's like, and then Harper and Dale come downstairs, and he's like, oh, I just ran into a trauma. But Harper's like, so, oh, so she precluded. She,
2: she picks up on it straight away. Her, the look on her face is she's never been more disappointed in him.
0: And yeah. he knows it. That's why he yeah. sees it. And yeah. You can tell, he's like, oh, the narrator, it was at this moment that he. <laughs> he oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: yeah because the, the the lift kind of shuts and he's looking a bit nervous and she's looking completely annoyed yeah. and he's, annoyed
0: he's like "Can I get my money back for those
1: days <laughs> yeah. i know oh and he and then he goes up obviously to to kind of do this and there's a brilliant scene where benton's trying to do his app you know yeah. his, the appendix and next door is Carter and somebody says, oh, isn't that your student? And he turns, and Carter's just kind of waving, like, really goofily from the Hello. other room. <laughs> like, hi, hey. yeah, it's <laughs> me, it's me. Um, you know, and then it, it turns out to be a toothpick, which is a brilliant, I think a brilliant way to end that little whole little thing, because yeah. he tried so hard, but actually ended up not being anything. Um, mm. And it kind of what he deserves in in so many ways. Um I'm also just thinking,
0: like, would they have had to open your man up anyway? Like, if it was, because, although, actually, sorry, while we're here, Carter says, it's like, while we're here, we'll just perform unnecessary surgery and bill this man thousands of dollars. Is is, is that what you mean?
1: Yeah. And all the ethics around that, that, you know, this, uh, oh, you know, yeah, he's just that desperate. And it just shows how ruthless he he actually can be in his debts, I think. Does that man have to pay for this?
0: Like, if there was no... If it turns out his appendix was fine.
1: That's where I'm not entirely hopefully. sure, you know.
0: Uh, like, I imagine so. Pro- you're probably right. Uh, um, uh, the, the, the joys of the health system. Um,
1: <laughs> then <but>, uh, <laughs> Hicks comes along and really, really kind of makes it worse with with the whole Dale Carter thing, because she tells Carter about the new pyramid system oh. that all the residents are going to have to be on and basically they, they're going to get ranked from next year and, and that then obviously for Carter is like even more of a red flag that Dale is Mr. Golden Boy now and he's done all these other things and because then a resident will also be asked to leave, you know, it sounds very, really kind of competitive and scary and it, it Carter, sounds a bit like you drama you are the school? weakest
2: link. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can you imagine Hicks doing that? Yes. With that voice.
1: Yes.
0: I can practically that, hear it. We used all of our abilities, but despite that, you were still rubbish. Please leave.
1: <laughs> ben to just saying make sure you give in your ID badge and your coat like you was at the <laughs> It was your badge was your gun, yeah. 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 Um Yeah, so That then, you know, makes everything a million times worse for Carter. We see him downstairs trying to jump on anything he can get. Um, Doesn't he At one point, he runs in, I think, to, um, I think it is when Benton's doing his appendectomy, he runs in, he goes, is this an appy? Like, really shouts it, and I'm like, all right, calm down, son. Yeah. He's just out of control. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he goes downstairs. and Tuney's trying to get him to do a rectal, which he doesn't want to do. And then she <laughs> kind of says, "Oh, I'll get the new handsome doctor to do it because it could be surgical." And then that's it, you know. And part of me would like to believe that Tuney did that on purpose in what she was <laughs> doing. Yeah. yeah, I choose she's, to believe that. 100%. Yeah,
2: she's a bit she's of a minx. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: such a minx. Yeah. And yeah. so he's going around trying to do stuff, and he finally does get to run his own. um, his own trauma, Virgil comes in and you know, yeah, he him and Doug kind of work on him. And and mm. this is again a nice scene because it does show that Carter's a good doctor and you know he knows what he's doing. Because this is this is a really tough case. They know that something's not right with this guy, but they they don't know why. They know he's bleeding, they can't see where he why, they can't find an exit wound. So they're just trying to have to figure it out completely blind and Doug lets Carter kind of run it, which is he's very capable at it. You know, I I thought it was a nice, nice to put that in there, remind us that he's not just a joke, you know, he's a serious candidate and good and and his insecurities are probably getting the better of him because he's probably more than capable. Um,
0: I think it's, it's important when, because we need to see how I suppose ruthless he's getting. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I say as both look he is being ruthless he could he you know got rid of Dale and a Harper so that he could get into that um, that trauma but also it's because he wants to do well so it's kind of bad acts for good reasons yeah you know um, now road to hell and all that uh, but he's not he's not Benton
1: no you
0: know he's not like Benton obviously thankfully gets turned around a little bit in this episode he gets a bit of a reality check but also he has or seems to have absolutely no interest in showing off to anyone he just wants to know that he's the best yeah. carter wants to show off to people
1: yeah that is because he cares
0: what people think
2: yeah i wonder if it's because he's you know from a big family and he's got to shout to get attention in that sprawling carter dynasty Maybe And
1: also something about the dressage, you know, like, that is all very much, yeah. you know, how it looks and being judged and ranked. And when you end up in something like that, I imagine your mindset gets set to that. So for him, this is like a huge dressage. That's why I'm going to put out there. That's, it's a good, <laughs> it's a good
2: callback, <laughs> yeah. Good callback to his uh, fancy horse dancing. Um, <laughs> Lest we forget. <laughs> <laughs> we will never let Carter forget that over. he... He likes fancy horse dancing. <laughs>
1: um, and and so, we, you know, we, we, we do see this really interesting. It, it's interesting what they do with him as well, because I imagine that must happen when you're on that kind of a, because if you're on something really competitive and something like surgery where already it's very, you feel like a God because these people are in your hands and you're giving life and all that, you know, all that grandeur stuff, this must happen. This must happen to people and some people must recover and some people must just continue be become Dr. V, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I thought that I, I, I quite like that they do that. I like, we all say, you know, the, the shades of, of the, the different, characters and you know, that nobody's just all good or all bad or, you know yeah. there's there's so much going on and this is and this is something we've seen carter do carter do be, to do before so we, it's not something that's come out and we're like mm, that doesn't go with this character it's like no this is this tracks because he's had moments where he's done that before um but yeah I mean he, he he's at the harbour isn't he waiting for Harper to come because yeah. they're gonna go on this cruise and it's really pretty because I've got that lovely uh you know ferris wheel in the background yeah. they've got a freaky mime walking around oh. which is, absolutely you
0: know. no reason for that no reason at all nope. this is the <laughs> director's nephew age. who was to try to keep him out of trouble come on and be in an episode of er yeah <laughs> well
2: oh hold on oh. oh. so first of all ugh, mime. so when i was doing my little imdb research i noticed i was like i saw the name of the mime artist and it's an actor called jp manu M A N yes <gasps> M A N O U X. He, he comes been later. So much. So he's in Veep. Yeah. He, oh, he, he plays Dustin Crenshaw. He
1: comes back as a oh, he's a surgeon, he and he's so, also in community, community as Phoebe.
2: Yeah. As as the Moby person. He's been in loads of stuff. But um, I was like, uh, it, it, it it's him. You don't recognise because he's got the makeup but yeah, it's JP Manu.
1: Uh, so, do cool you think that? he's playing? Do you think he's the same character? Do you think he's Crenshaw? And <laughs> this is him. He what he does
0: on the uh, he checks on all of the med students. And yeah. yeah, By doing this, by seeing them at their worst. Yeah,
1: yeah. I exactly. like that idea. I'm going to go with that. I like that. Um, uh, and then Harper comes and she she he says to me, you know we're not going. You know I wish I'd known. I've spent all this money and she says well. I would maybe I would have cared about that before, but after today, no, the yeah. way you've behaved, I don't care that you've like lost money. Um, and she dumps him right there on the. Uh,
2: she was spot on about it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I would back her all the way. Um, and then he gets pity from the mime. The mime bring, yeah. brings him a big red balloon. He's like, oh thanks. Good. I
1: was wait for the balloon to take him off somewhere. No.
2: <laughs> it's that big, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like the, it's like the balloon from Up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, what you're all missing here is Carter is now single hello ah, no, no, you
0: we didn't miss it we just couldn't possibly have commented on it for fear of getting stabbed
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anybody That's oh, I'm actually
0: the mind <laughs> if you end up in the hospital and they can't find the uh the wound I'll tell them to check for a little ice pick wound in the back yes All right definitely
1: uh, yeah I mean that was quite a mad it was, so it was an ice pick injury in his kidney they think don't they uh, yeah and that so it took it took a really long time to find it but that's what it was and you just think god that what happened there that is hideous
2: yeah that's quite a specific way of attacking somebody don't you know I mean mm. yeah. because of the results on the on the table is that they can't find
0: You know, the the wound.
2: Yeah, it's almost like that old, you know, murder mystery trope of using an ice, a knife made out of ice because it melts. Do you know what I mean? It's that kind of Mm. devious mind that has, you know, stabbed him with an ice pick. The old Trotsky special.
1: Exactly. This is how it is. Um, Ooh, here's <laughs> I <know you're> right. <laughs> uh, so that kind of wraps up Carter and Harper, Harper's story. Yeah. Um, but as I say, you know Dale is somebody who actually we see. Oh. He he recurs quite a while for a while. He, he's in a lot of seasons. But he for me was an E H I B E R. Um. I don't know if you picked up on it that one. Yeah.
2: Where did you get him from?
1: So he, he's Matthew Glave, and he, I see I know him from the Wedding Singer mostly, but right. he's in everything.
2: Yeah. I was wondering if Sean had picked up on this because he uh, plays Colonel Emerson in uh, yeah, Stargate SG 1. And I, I, I really recognised him because you're right, Sharon, he's been in everything. He's he got one, one of those. He's got, yeah. Well, I've seen the picture on, on IMDb, he has. Um, I'm That's yeah it uh, is, yeah.
0: <laughs> he was in a recent Ben Affleck film, The Way Back. Um, he was in Argo as well. Oh, maybe there. Maybe there's a good relationship there that they work together yeah. or something. Um, he's. And yeah, he just, he's gone grey. To me, that's that's yeah. That's the difference. Yeah, it's true. Um, I would be lucky if, well, first of all, if I kept my hair long enough for it to go be go, go grey, <laughs> that would be great. Um, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah, definitely, he's instantly recognisable. Because uh, yeah. he's kind of square.
2: Yes. Yeah. He's got yeah. a solid American face, hasn't he? he does. Do you know he what looks I mean? Like he
0: could play football. Or uh, well, I bet he did. He looks like he could play what Americans call football.
2: Rugby for wimps, you mean?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, And um, and what's quite interesting as well is that he he the he he appeared on an episode of Angie Tribeca, which was the same one that both Carter and um, Benton appeared on. It's the exact episode, so it's like a really cute little ER reunion. If you ever watch that episode, Um, I I gave up on Mm. Angie
2: Tribeca because I thought the jokes went. I was like, "I, I get the jokes now. It's fine. Do I need more? Do you know what I mean?
0: Do I need yeah. more of this? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, no, I must say, I have not heard of Andy. Trout. What, what is that?
1: It was a, so Steve Corral and his wife created it, and it was it had Rashida Jones in it, and it was she, it was basically it was a bit like um, a bit lethal, uh, not lethal weapon. What's the other one? Naked gun. Naked gun. Sorry, you know that kind of humor, oh, really yeah. obvious, kind of yeah, stupid, puns silly pun. Like yeah.
0: Precursor to Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's different. It's more silly. Whereas yeah. Brooklyn 9
2: does serious stuff. This is just out and out silly.
1: Re- so, yeah, really silly. So at like one point she's in a coma and then when she wakes up, she's had a baby and...
2: Oh, I've, I've not got that far. I oh, did, you, know, it, you? It's, No, it's fine. It's,
1: it's really crazy. Um, but there it, is this one episode where Carter and Benton are in it and he's also in it. And I just, I remember seeing that and loving that and being like, this is brilliant. Because for me as an ER fan, it's like the surgeons back together.
2: There's there's a recurring joke joke with the the uh, the opening credits the opening titles of Uncharted Tribeca, where there's like a scream like a Wah! like a rock yeah. scream but it always segues into somebody like nailing their foot to the floor by accident and it's them screaming
1: yeah
2: uh, it's it is really daft and fun but I I just was like yeah I, I get it I get the joke that's fine I don't know how far much further I could you know Take still cut. find yeah still find it funny but. I probably will go back to it at some point.
1: But yeah, he's, as we say, he's been in everything. It's funny because he, in the wedding scene, he plays this like quite slimy guy. So, and I can't tell if I find Dale slimy or if I have picked that up from his character. remember thinking Dale as slimy.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: He's a bit bit in this, isn't he? He's quite... He does some shady stuff later on. He's
2: not a cool guy.
1: No, I remember not liking him, but I I felt like there were some moments where he was being a bit, sleazy in this um i don't know the way he's kind of dismissive of carter No, yeah yeah
0: in, in a way he almost almost give him a pass like he's the new kid of course he's you know first impressions and all that but like hi i'm carter oh babes that doesn't matter to me anyway so
1: exactly that yeah, yeah. so who can blame paul carter for everything he does in this episode not me i'm behind you 100 <laughs> percent
0: I know you're behind him. Yeah. Anyway, so.
1: <laughs> Watch out. Um, Ice pick. Love me. <laughs> and then we have we have Doug and Mark who have quite oh. a quite a cute storyline in this. You know, we see them being friends again, and yeah. um, you know, Doug and Doug's. We find out Doug is basically trying to set Mark up. He's got this idea about. Uh, it, them kind of double dating because he's got his hudder who's still around you know yeah
2: who, i was like she's still around is she okay and
1: yeah. she's got a friend called Inga, you know this is perfect worst um, mm-hmm.
0: ever by the way <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> she have no shifts no uh,
0: um,
1: <laughs> but green's quite like no no i i don't want to and she, he's like well you turned down kathy snyder who we also have met and is seems like a wonderful lady and wait she the lawyer yeah, yeah. Lawyer, yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: from the singles night. Yeah, yeah, of course. yeah.
1: Star Trek lawyer. Yeah, yes, yeah. So Green's acting quite strange about it all, um, and Weaver's there weaving her magic. She's decided, you know, why not? Let's um, let's bring in a camera crew yeah. because we are very much like sportsmen. So what we, we can do is we can watch, you know, how we run traumas, and we can use that to learn from it, which. It's very much what you see kind of sports people doing. You know, they watch their games back and they go, oh, Look, you were all huddling there and you're all. So, anyway, you know, they come back in. Green's not particularly happy about it. He kind of says, Oh, I don't know. And she's like, Well, she's already taken it to uh, Morganstern, who said, Yep, yeah, you know, which is a bit shady, isn't it? I mean, she's read yeah. the memo, but I feel like Mark should have been in on the conversation before the memo and before Morganstern. But, you know, that's Weaver. And um, and we bring back Iris. You know, we see Iris, who was who was the the kind of advert director who took a shine to Mark previously, and still seems quite interested. And again, he's being a bit like dismissive of her. Um, and and we all kind of wonder why what, what's going on. It, maybe he's not ready today. You know, what's what is happening in Green's head?
2: Yeah. Bless him. And he, ad- he admits, I mean, he's so awkward because she basically asks him out for lunch. Yeah. She touches his arm and makes out he's really hot and wants to, you know, uh, another spo- a spokesmodel for some uh, exercise bike. Yeah. It turns out they have a nice little chat, Mark and Doug. And he's only ever been with Jen, which I think is really, really cute. Oh, I, I think that's thought really, that was really cute. awful
0: because bloody Jen, I hate Jen. <laughs> Jen. <laughs> I, I, sorry, I went to a place in my head there. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, if he was going looking for sympathy, he didn't get it. I know, honestly. Like
2: Doug cackles, and it reminded me of Carol's cackle at the start. Do you yeah. know how they're sort of subtly going these two.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Doug actually walks away from him cackling as yeah, well. He, he doesn't like, even stand there. He's really laughing uh-huh. at him. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> but,
1: all right, I mean, you know, he's been with her since he was sixteen. He never cheated. Why are you laughing at that, Doug? That's not a thing to be it's
0: your Mr. Player.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yes, because being a player has worked out so well for you, Doug, hasn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Because yeah. your life is perfect, right? Mm. You're you're happy all the time.
1: Exactly. And 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 then, and this is where I'm going to, I'm going to talk about, so he's obviously admitted this to Doug, um, later Weaver brings everybody into the room, you know, come on, we're going to watch the tapes of our trauma. So she's showing this trauma. She's pointing out how Carter wipes his nose and grabs, (laughs) um, and keeps rewinding it and watching it again and again, which, you know, seems a bit mean, um, And then she says, oh, let's rewind back because Dale did a perfect, he did a perfect (sighs) trauma. So again, you know, laying on thick, we've got, and Dale's standing there looking like, you know, king of the world. And they rewind it back and they go too far. And actually it's Doug and Green who are obviously having a private conversation. This is what I want to say about Motives. Why Ooh. was it left on? For, like she, obviously, it's not the trauma, and they're watching it for ages before that kind of bit comes out, and then they continue to watch it. And I am, are we either standing there as if she didn't have the clicker in her hand five seconds ago and wasn't rewinding oh. and forwarding it?
2: Oh,
0: absolutely. That what
1: was, was that about?
0: So deliberate.
2: Do you think? Yeah, I think she's undermining him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she a weaves. Bitch.
1: She weaves her tail.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, she weaves her way into, you know, a position, I suppose of, we'll see this a little bit as we go along, but positions of authority, uh, mm-hmm. undermining the other person in authority as she goes as well. She's, she's playing
1: the long game as our weaver. Oh yeah. She's slowly destabilizing each of the, each of the characters in her way and seeing who she could get rid of and <laughs> she wants the ER to herself. But again, you know, everybody's just laughing at poor poor Mark, including Carol and Doug, who have a right little, you know, they're sitting together, they're very cosy, they're kind of really enjoying this moment, which again, I just thought, I found that a bit heartless. Like if that was your friend and it was a really vulnerable moment, even if you were laughing with him at the time or whatever, a bit at him, I don't know, later if that then got told to everybody, I don't know if I would be, I found it a bit,
0: me? I, you'd think maybe Doug would be a bit oh, oh, yeah okay, not like because he knows exactly, like from the second that tape starts playing, Doug knows what's about to be obviously Mark knows, yeah. but Doug yeah. knows what's about to be said, so exactly. he could have gone up and gone ah, that's not
1: the, No, uh, don't turn stop, yeah. don't look, yeah. I'm going to talk over it can you imagine that happening this, um,
2: in this day and age, would that, that'd be like straight to HR, because that's bullying <laughs> right? Yeah mm. it's they're so dodgy. I don't, I don't want people to know about my sex life at work. Do you know what I mean? It's nobody's and stop business. Stop
1: sending me. I'm the very emails interested in sex life at work. They've You're back at the touch. office two
0: days. <laughs> Three. Uh, <laughs> well, that explains that then. All right. Oh, well, cool. 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 Yeah.
1: I mean, it doesn't put Iris off, though, the, the no. ad director. You know, she still goes on a date with him and she ends up being his second, as we see in this Aww. episode. And he says he's very glad and she says so, too. And I thought that was quite sweet, you know. And, again, it yeah. really plays into Mark being this quite innocent and good and yeah. kind of man. Not that you're bad if you have had a lot of sex, but, you know, this idea of, like, this kind of, yeah. you know, it he grew up, he got bad married. At the
2: sex. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right, sort of the archetype of the pure-hearted hero. That kind you, of that's thing. what I'm
1: trying to get at. Yes. Yeah. Um,
2: Unlike the man slut dog. Okay, I get it. Yeah.
1: Well, exactly. I mean, uh, and le- let's let's talk about Doug in this it's episode. Like, you know. Yeah. Speaking
0: um, of.
1: Uh, <laughs> so at the beginning, we see that he's trying to he's trying to get a loan, and we learn that he's yeah. he's doing that obviously to pay for the 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 boys' the cancer boys' um, you know uh, surgery or, or treatment. Worst sorry.
0: Hero name ever.
1: I've <laughs> so, oh, forgotten his name, which is awful. Bowman, Bow Boy. Bowman, Bow Boy. Bow Boy's, yeah. Better. So <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that, that that got that call back because that kind of gets brought up a bit in this episode anyway, with kind of with Benton. So it was nice to kind of that they were reinforcing that. So he's obviously trying to 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 get this loan. Um, and then he he's the one who actually treats Jeremy, he him and yeah. Carol and we see a bit of what we haven't seen for a few episodes is Doug with his with kids and doing kids job yeah. a bit um and it's 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 it was a nice kind of comeback you know he's very careful with this with, with Jeremy he he's very gentle with him and we see him be quite I don't know just what we like about Doug you know we see yeah. all of that and, and again it's nice seeing him and Carol kind of paired up and working together. And it, it, he does at this point really present as a nice alternative to Shep, but yeah. anything is a nice alternative to Shep, um, Badge Ban included. And, <laughs> and wow. you, you know, and then there's this bit where he where he finds a detective talking to Jeremy without yeah. kind of being supervised. And there's nobody around, and he runs right in there and and, and says, "No, you know, I don't want you yeah. re-traumatizing him." And there, you know, there are ways, and and you know, we see Doug do a lot of bad stuff and not really listen, and you know, not always be the best at safeguarding. But when he is, this is how he is. And I thought, I thought this was a nice little.
0: I think Doug is at his best when he's, I suppose, doing his job. To be honest, you know, but, but working around. The child patience, he truly, truly cares. Obviously, that gets him into trouble every so often, and mm. that's not going to change going forward. But he seems to be able to handle his relationship with children better than he can handle his relationship with adults.
2: Yes, completely. Because he's a child well, himself.
0: He is a yeah. child. He is totally an adolescent, you know, not ready to grow up, for which he blames his father. Mm-hmm. Big time, mm. and beginning with this episode, you kind of start to see why. Um,
2: yes, because a mystery package arrives for Doug, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I like yeah. a mystery package, and <laughs> well. it's all it's all his <laughs> it's all his uh, dreams come true because you know he he's been turned down from the loan company who apparently give loans to anybody but not doug and lo and behold he gets a package of cash direct from his dad and he says he doesn't want it you know green's like here you go problems solved and he's like no no it's not what i want because i need to it's not penance and i don't like his money i don't trust his money you know um and you can see it's kind of weighing on him all day as he's thinking about it and later we you know before he leaves for the day the cop comes back in because we've had this jeremy and all we know about jeremy is that his mom was shot and he's traumatized and whoever else was in the apartment has gone and fled or whatever um and jeremy's obviously traumatized and there's a moment where he disappears actually and oh, yeah. Oh, it's just horrific because Carol and Shep are looking for him and he's actually gone and found his mom and is just staring at her dead um, because they weren't able to move her yet so she was still in the trauma room and that's a really really tough moment isn't it Um, but you know the detective comes back in and basically says oh we found out what happened and you know the mom and her boyfriend were fighting and the boyfriend got violent and jeremy picked up a gun to kind of defend his mom but ended up accidentally yeah. hitting his you know shooting his mom so it kind of really resonates when you look back at the story that way he's staring at her and the way he's not talking and you know i can kind of see what shep is saying about it being you know damaging him for life cuz how do you get over something yeah. like that um yeah. god yeah. knows like, it's it's tough.
0: I yeah. think, isn't it it's something like, isn't matricide like the one thing people don't come back from? Or obviously, I, I mean, in kind of fiction <laughs> in general, obviously you would... Oh, yeah. uh, right. Okay. I'm, yeah, it's I It's something to do with Patricide le- is sort of less, or it's, it's seen as a, not lesser crime, but less psychologically destructive. Whereas matricide yeah. is like, you're done.
1: I think yeah. it's, it's something to do with probably... The per, you know the idea of a woman you know she's given birth to you she's nurtured you she's cared for you whereas i think with a dad you can with a man you get violence you get anger you get psychological i don't know with a woman it's always seen as she's nurturing she's caring so if you kill her she's always seen as defenseless you know a mother oh, okay maybe i don't know that that idea
2: yeah and i think there's the trope in, in fiction of, of the father who's turned evil and the son has to confront him and do you know what I mean there's a luke yeah. and, i mean luke didn't kill his dad but he fought Boiler
1: his alert. Oh, but <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting. It's yeah, for
0: liability purposes, it's electricity, <laughs> that will kill you, not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: um, and oh. I think, I think as well. Then what happens is Doug goes to see his own father because mm. for Jeremy, he's kind of killed a bit of a father figure in some ways. Possibly, you know, we don't really know much about the boyfriend, but you know, he would have been in that kind of role, I guess, in that house. And and then Doug goes to find his father to drop the money back and he, and he bumps into Karen, who is played by Marg, you were right, I looked mm. it up, and that is exactly how you say her name. Oh, is it? Um, it is. And, and this starts quite a weird set of events that I hate. Uh, it's a storyline mm. that's one of my worst storylines. But, you know, he goes to see Karen, she invites him in, she's quite flirty with him. And I'm like, aren't this, you were flirting with his dad not how many yeah. weeks ago and i I didn't feel that comfortable with it
0: I just don't think that that's not how your dad does it is something you want to hear during sex time. <laughs> exactly.
2: yeah like, you don't want to be compared to your dad all, you know of all people not in that really. situation
0: not really. or like you know the eventual oh I met my dad we high fived
1: yeah <laughs> 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 Um, uh, I yeah, yeah. or I spoke to my dad and he said you did this for him, but you didn't do that with me. <laughs> oh. oh my god! Oh,
2: Sharon. cold, cold, <laughs> love it.
1: Um. So yeah, I oh, it makes me feel sick. This whole kind of storyline, but that it's that's
2: weird. Kind of...
0: Yeah, weird because it's Oof. not in any way, it's not incestuous, but it does feel wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's there's, uh, I feel bound. There's something boundary a boundary that's being broken or something something's just not right it's not you just don't do that I think um so yeah Ugh. Oh, let's, let's talk about Lewis I think we need to talk about Susan, yeah who,
2: this is a heavy storyline this week isn't it that, really yeah. in terms of sister so first of all she has um Mrs Garvey who seems to be like if you've ever worked customer service you've met Mrs Garvey oh. yes um, yeah. <laughs> the other two, their expressions say it all. So basically, Mrs. Garvey is highly demanding. And on her notes, it says she's very irritable. Mm. And she is because she's snapping at nothing at, at Lewis. Um, and, you know, she's, I don't understand. Explain it to me again constantly. And what do you mean listening. by that? Yeah, yeah, she's not listening. And she's talking over the medical expert. The doctor and I just thought it was honestly it was like PTSD for all those horrendous people like Mrs. Garvey who think they know better and, and that we're at their beck and call I mean jeepers. there. Are, she went to medical school and years of experience but no you can talk to her like that but anyway
0: oh you're not explaining this properly, no yeah, you are in an emotional state which means yeah. you need to calm down so that you will better be able to take in the information, yes. which is my nice yeah. way of saying no, you're just as thick as two short planks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Susan does explain. Susan lets it get to her, which is a bit of a another
2: sort of golden rule of, of when you're dealing with the general public is not to react, which is really hard to do. And sometimes you can sit there when and be get, submissive, and you feel worse. Um, than is.
1: When they get quite, it's persistent, but she's quite she take, she's quite personal with Susan as well yeah, about yeah. thing You know, she really starts to call her into question, and I think anybody on it, any day you know if you get pushed and pushed and pushed yeah. that happens and what we've learned as well is from at the beginning she kind of we see her approach green and say she can't make the m M&M m later because she's got you know the judges meeting she can't move it and we find out that she's obviously she's going to speak to a judge because chloe's asking for uh you know some some kind of visits some visits with uh with little susie so we know that's all playing on susan's mind anyway and yeah she gets this Mrs. Garvey who's just not listening and <laughs> just shouting and then she ends up even just like <laughs> just completely losing her temper doesn't she, she ends up drawing yeah, yeah. this is your heart this circle and then she kind of goes <laughs> and this is what will happen and she just kind of crosses it out and bangs on the you know and really just like
0: yeah
1: she's, she's really on the edge isn't she and I yeah. and I I do feel for because Mrs. Garvey it's not a no- he's just not a nice person. No. She's, she's she's quite a Karen, isn't she? I think. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm surprised her first name isn't Karen. To be honest, yeah. yeah.
1: they have already j- named that someone else Karen, so they couldn't use it again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Susan ex- takes the
2: time to explain it to yeah. be fair and explain it in str- you know simple enough terms, yeah. and say if this happens, you will die. These
1: heart are the consequences.
0: Beat but instead, heart go boom boom. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: Plagiarised word for word from. So <laughs> thanks for showing
0: sure. up. I want to say yeah. Oh god,
2: copyright, copyright. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, then Weaver gets in on the game and is just.
1: This is her second.
0: On, yeah.
1: Of the of the episode. Full on
0: Literally holding the woman's hand like, le- like it's in the air Yeah, yeah. and then you know what is it I'm thinking of that scene from The Simpsons where Homer's trying to explain to <laughs> Lisa and Bart that he has to go for a bypass and he's like and then the nice old doctor's going to take Mr. Ventricle for a <laughs> journey all the way to yeah. the main oh my god dad are you trying to tell me that you're having a triple heart b- bypass uh y- yes <laughs>
2: <laughs> hello because Weaver basically gives her a lecture and gets a whiteboard out
1: what is that about? Where did she find this whiteboard? How has oh, she got Oh, she's time? got it
2: ready. She had it assembled in some kind of kit in her bag, in her handbag. <sighs> a on the how does she's she, she have yeah.
1: time to do any of this? Oh, Everybody no. else is seeing patients, you know, for 10 minutes at a time. She's there with this whiteboard, you know, PowerPoint oh, no. presentation, basically, of like, what's going to happen is being really gentle. And then she does her usual thing, which is where yeah. she comes out and she condescends to and patronizes completely to Susan. You know, "Howdy, Susan. You know, I find that sometimes you just have to put a bit more care in it. And I felt like yeah. she needed this. And we need to, because of the, her type of character, we needed to, you know, behave this way. And, and you yeah. know, you get quite anger locked and you can't yes. move past stuff. And it's like, oh.
0: Synergy. Uh, you know, level up. It's all this kind of like, did you just go and eat the, you know, the management book? (laughs) If you need any help, come and talk to me.
1: Last person on earth.
0: I think Susan would find you, run you over. The only thing (laughs) that would be left would be the crutch.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. I,
1: I just find her really undermining towards Susan. And I think the yeah. way she talks to her, the way she treats her as if she's stupid and doesn't know all that stuff and that she's, you know, not a talented doctor and always focusing kind of on her negatives. It's just such a way of kind of really, really kind of chipping away at her foundations and at, at the things that that hold her together as, as a doctor. And, yeah. I, and to me, that's just not good management.
2: Yeah, it is weaver is just seems to be on a, a mission to wind people up this week but then she has a good week where she's actually a, a great doctor but if, if weaver had been in at start with mrs garvey do you think she'd have handled it much differently i don't think so
1: i don't i, I think really she'd, have, don't. she'd have
2: been challenged and had gone right okay fair enough if you don't want to listen i'll find some do you know what i mean She'd have done the yeah. same in some ways
1: I agree. And I think because when Mrs. Garvey, you know, when she, Weaver came across Mrs. Garvey, Mrs. Garvey was at a more vulnerable point because she was trying to leave. And, yeah. and in some ways it was easy, easier for her to rap, pull that back and come in as a different yes. doctor than be the original doctor who's shouted at the whole time. Exactly,
0: yeah. yeah, Susan has to take that, the brunt of the, like the shockwave of emotion. And then once yes. yes, Mrs. Garvey has expressed all of that you know, she's then sitting back in her fear and we yeah. Weaver's able to go, oh, well, here's a little drawing I did and here's a little teddy as well. You play with that there while we talk about this. You know, you're fine. And you take your meds, hopefully, or you change your diet and you should be okay with it. Yeah. yeah but, uh, but yeah, no judgment to Susan. Susan's literally just been slapped in the face by this woman. Yeah. yeah. Not literally, obviously. I do tend to use that word incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> um, you really do literally <laughs> use it the wrong way all the time.
1: Um, a million
0: times don't exaggerate
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then susan you know runs to 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 the judge's office where her dad's outside the dad basically says you know cookies left because this is too much (sighs) for her she's gone you know usual cookie but then he also says you know this is getting too much for him you know he feels like him and cookie are in the middle the warring sisters and then he starts kind of saying to susan you know she's okay Chloe's doing really well she's got this lovely partner he's a policeman which you know confounds everything mm. I was like a policeman okay I'm, this is crazy Um, and then they do they go in front of the judge and and Susan's doing well as you'd expect she's saying well you know these are all the times I've had to pick her up these are all the times she's relapsed this is how she's failed completely and Chloe says yeah she's right but you know, she looks like she's doing well, she's got this fiancé, she's got two job offers. Um, and then the judge says, speaks to Susan alone and she says to her, she says, you know, I'm going to give her visitation rights and I would stop the custody because you're not going to win. And it's really hard to watch because if you have been so upset and hurt by somebody's behaviour, and then you're going to give over this vulnerable little person that you've been looking after and raising all these months because, and everybody around you is acting like you're the problem. You know, you're the crazy one. Like nobody at any point says to her, you're right. It's terrifying, but you know, we've got to do it because of this this. And this. Everybody's just acting like I just feel like they gaslight her a bit about her, mm. her fears. Um, and, you know, she she, she, you know, she loses her whole family are now against her. And she's having to try and stand alone. And all she wants to do is make sure the little girl's okay. and
0: In a way, I almost got the feeling that Chloe is the one who's being the best to Susan. Not, of course, she's back. You know, that mm-hmm. in itself is bad. But she's being patient she's not being demanding she is trying to do her best to show that she has changed she hasn't come in all guns blazing there was obviously the the panic uh, the previous week Mm, where you know i don't think she was expecting susan to feel the way that she did but then Mm. once she saw how susan felt she seemed to take that on board then you have cookie won't even show up um The dad, whose name now I, I can't remember, uh, Paul Dooly, oh. anyways, the actor, yeah. um, in Apertania. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Oh, stop making us choose between our daughters."
1: It's like, Henry. Sorry, that's Henry. just come out. Thank you. you.
0: Thank you yeah. yeah, and and she's like, "I'm not making you do anything." She yeah. left, and she dumped her baby here. Mm-hmm. And best case scenario, what they're all hoping is that, and Susan says it. I hope everybody's right about you. I hope Mm. you have changed. So she's not rooting for Chloe to fail. She's just prepared.
1: Yeah, because that's what life has taught her. And what I think that Henry and Cookie don't realise or remember is when any time that Chloe has failed previously or, you know, become addicted again or fallen off the wagon, it's been Susan who's had to pick her up. They haven't been picking her up. It's been Susan constantly. And how... traumatising it must be that she just walked away one day and f- left her baby with her. And the last time you saw her, she was completely drugged up and driving off somewhere. And all these months later, everyone's just like, it's fine. Yeah, you yeah. know, and I it's, feel like... Oh, I, feel, I do, I really feel for Susan.
2: It's... She's barely been away five minutes. It's yeah. four or five months and all of a sudden, new hair colour. She's sober. She's engaged to a guy she met at AA who seems actually really nice. He yeah. seems like he a really sweet, nice. decent guy.
1: I mean, it's a bit dodged that he's from AA and they're not supposed to yeah. do that. And I don't know, that was a bit, for me, was a bit like, I mean, I guess, you know, you don't, you can't always help you fall in love with, but if we're going to look at things, that, that was a bit of a worry. Like, what's his judgment like? Okay, they're going to wait the year, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's like, I mean, I know this is it's a difficult situation because you don't want to say to two people, well, oh, you can't be together. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 Yeah. Uh, certainly the thought process is that, well, if one of you becomes the other one's crutch and then you, right. for whatever reason, relapse or break, is that people then facing a relapse as opposed oh, okay. to maybe yeah. just one? I wonder if that could be a part of it because unfortunately the very, Impetus that their meeting was through their struggles with addiction and how they are trying to overcome it You know, so i'm just saying I guess I can understand why it will be discouraged
2: Yeah, yeah, because it's enabling it's um, oh not passive-aggressive There's another term that's not enabling codependent. Oh, yeah, 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 Yeah. so I just want to pick up on like a, a little like um Possible not a spoiler. Um like A cockle, basically. So, whose house do they go to? Is that Cookie and Henry's? Because, like, a few weeks ago, they were living in an apartment. Whose house is that? Because it's not his, because he's not from around here. Do you know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah. Could they have
1: rented it, maybe?
2: Yeah, but it's a big house.
1: It is, you're right. I have no idea.
2: It's just like a little thing, like... Well, Cookie and Henry had an apartment, because I remember Susan going to the door in a hallway... Yeah. And knocking in it wasn't a big place, but it wasn't no. small. Because
1: it was just them to, yeah.
2: Yeah, there was Henry test driving, test flying Barker Lounge in the corner. It I don't know, it's just like a little oh, it's not right.
1: Yeah, it's an inconsistency for sure. Yeah. Spotted.
2: Yeah, it's pointless, but but yeah, um, so there's another EHBIR.
1: Yes. Sorry, go on.
2: It's all right. Um, Mr. Mendoza.
1: Oh, okay. Not the one I had, but carry on yet. He was sort
2: of familiar, but I, c- I couldn't quite place him. Then I did my usual IMDB. And he's called Tony Perez and he's been in so much stuff.
1: Oh, really? Okay.
2: Yeah, but I recognize him from um, Once Upon a Time because he oh, played yes. uh, Regina's dad, Prince Henry. I think that's where I got it from. I'm like, no, but he's, he's been in, he was in Scarface, Hill Street Blues, loads of other stuff. I was thinking of him
0: um, as, ah, he's your man. Do you know what I mean? Like he's in all stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So uh, 103 credits. Wow. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. We we have a big uh, everyone's been in ER this week, don't we? Who's that? It's uh, Mrs. Garvey.
1: I was going to say Mrs. Garvey. That was my E H I B E R.
0: No. i have not. (gasps) Are you telling me that you don't recognize BB Besh, who was in fact Dr. Carol Marcus?
1: From Star no. Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. That's Karen. not
2: Carol Marcus. That is it Carol is. Marcus. Shut the front door. Yeah. Even
1: I thought near that. Really? So, she looks...
2: Sorry, Ka- uh, Sh- Karen. Wow, that's rude. Sharon. Right,
1: right, right. You've, you've Karen
0: I'm on the brain, out. I tell you.
2: Yeah, I know. Wow, okay. I,
1: I know her shook. from steel magnolias where she what she has this famous line where the, the women are eating cake and she comes by and she says calories calories and then they rip her to shreds oh good which i like um but she's all yeah no she, she's like got 115 credits she's been in things like murder she wrote which you know of one of my favorites of course it's bb bash yeah, yeah. oh now
2: it's
0: of course it's bb
1: <laughs> <I'm already laughs> no, i up, believe the
2: up. internet not you
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, so when I saw her name in the credits this week, I was like, ah, it's herself because I wouldn't know her from very much. I'd only know her really from yeah. Star Trek, and I think she was in, I want to say, Tremors.
2: Yes, she was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Northern Exposure. So and Golden um, Girls. She's girl. she in Golden Girls. She was in Golden Girls. That needs to be on some kind of streaming platform because I, don't I would know why it isn't devour the yeah. ever loving shit out of it. Um, yeah,
0: I am told it is a show.
2: It is a show. It is. There's a lot of clips on Facebook, which, because I've watched one or two, Facebook now spoon feeds it to
0: me. Oh, God. Gotcha. I some.
1: absolutely um, love Golden Girls. I grew up watching that show. I remember Everyone's it, but I don't watched watched it as watch
0: it. as said it's a ma- NBC. Yeah. Right. I'm just wondering um, who, who owns NBC? Who has the streaming rights? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, what was I going to say? Channel Five had it for a bit. They were showing. They, were had, they 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 showed some of it for a bit, but then they stopped. Um, oh, so when you were watching, so you know who Ru McClanahan is that when you yeah, when yeah. You were watching like Drag Race when they were doing the snatch game. Yes. Yeah.
2: No, oh, I don't watch uh, Drag Race. <gasps> oh, don't start with yeah. that, mother of. I I just don't like reality shows, and every time I see somebody like tweet going. If you're a gay man and you don't watch Drag Race, then you're pretty much self-loathing. No, I just don't like reality shows. Yeah, that's not contest. a nice
0: thing. What's self-loathing has nothing to do with <laughs> my, yeah. my personal self-loathing is obviously my sexuality. So with many other problems. Hey, thank thank you. You. <laughs> if anything, my sexuality is the only thing I like. <laughs> yeah, it's the thing that's holding
2: this whole mess of a personality together.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, <sighs> Bus, yes, so yeah, BB Bush. Was there, any, was, there, was, there, was there anyone else? Oh, because we got Dale, we got BB uh, yeah. Bush, uh, obviously covered Marg uh, in a previous episode. Is there anyone else we're missing?
1: I think and then we covered we had JP Manu, didn't we?
0: For yeah, the surprise them.
2: one, yeah. Um,
0: so I, normally we do drugs, but
2: I couldn't find any decent drugs on this one. But they mentioned, you know, the, the badged guy who was, you know, mm. throwing his weight around, and they mentioned that he's yeah. diaphoretic. Oh, and yeah. I've heard that a few times. Basically, means hella sweating. So it's uh. pathological sweating. Yeah, oh. um, and it can that's be caused. the word for that? Yeah, the, the, I've heard diaphoretic mm-hmm. before, and Is it's, it uh... people
1: shouting at you as you're walking yeah. out. The
2: you're <laughs> I don't know how they got my name, but they just shout at me. You
0: sweaty bitch. Oh. <laughs> that's no, no, that's... linked yeah, yeah, I definitely understand that one. Yeah, I, I tell yeah. you, if there's if it the goes above minus two. I need a can of links that day.
2: Oh yeah, I'm like I've been back in the office in the air conditioning. I just feel grimy, like most of the time. I was fanning myself before we started. But anyway, yourself fanning. Oh sorry, (laughs) jeez.
1: A family show, Ed.
2: (laughs) No, it shitting isn't. Uh, (laughs) So diaphoresis. It's uh, so it can be seen in hyperthyroidism and shock, and also uh, seen in acute myocardial myo. Cardial infarction, Ooh. put your teeth back in. But also, an MI. What, it, exactly, an MI. Um, but also, it's, it can be caused by uh, sympathetic nervous system stimulants such as cocaine and amphetamines, ah, which ah. is what, the, what your man was on. Your man, Jesus, where have we got that from? Um, but also, withdrawal <laughs> from alcohol, mercury poisoning, um, oh. all sorts of you know, serotonin syndrome. And obviously, when you have a fever, that's Hold diaphoresis.
0: You know. I promise, officer. It's mercury poisoning. I can't... <laughs> yeah. It's not It's
1: not
2: coke. It's not coke. It's not coke. It's uh, fine. I'm not, I'm not coke. I'm not coke. Should do you go have
0: home? a Let's cold? No whites.
2: <laughs> what was that? What was that? What was that? <laughs> wow. Um, anyway, sorry. Uh,
0: we're all giddy because we haven't seen each other for like two exactly.
1: Honestly. Yeah. I
0: tell you what. So lovely audience. I think we'll let ye go and we will see you again soon. I think we're calling it. Thanks for listening to our podcast about everything ER. Don't forget you could find us on Instagram and Twitter at you set the tone pod on Insta and at set underscore pod on Twitter. And remember, you set the tone.